Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon from lead pastor Jamie Miller. Okay, good morning, everybody, again. Hope everybody's doing great here. Yes. And then great there in our living rooms and in our back patios and wherever else you might be watching right now. Well, um, we're excited today. We, we felt like, hey, this is a creative way to kind of explore and to live out this word that the Lord's given us, prayer, unity, and mission for the fall here, and uh, excited about that. And so um, I just want to say a couple of introductory remarks before we get into some prayer and just cast a little bit of vision for why prayer is so important for us as a church, especially corporate prayer is kind of what we're focusing in on today. So I want to just read a passage I read a couple of weeks ago, but go a little bit further in it. But what about you? This is Matthew 16, verse 15 to the disciples. What about you? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I just, I love that. You didn't get that on your own, Peter. That is a revelation. And that is how I'm going to build the church. It's on the revelation of who I am, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Now here we go for prayer today. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And he says something very similar over, just turn the page. You've got your Bible there in Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. And I tell you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And again, I tell you that if... Two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. So the one who's brought heaven and earth together, the great mediator, Jesus Christ, who's brought God and creation together in his person, is with us when we gather. And he's just waiting on us to pray. Now here's the, this is, this has always blown me away, but God is powerful and sovereign and good. He could have already done all this. He could have already done what needs to happen, but he has chosen to connect his will being done on the earth to men and women praying and saying, God, bring justice, bring healing, bring salvation, make things right in the name of Jesus. He's looking for us to be that kind of people. He's looking. So here we are in this, and again, I use this illustration all the time, this age and the coming age, and it breaks back in in the, in the coming of Jesus and his life, ministry, death and resurrection and ascension. But we're in this in-between time, and we can look around and we see the need for prayer. We know, hey, we haven't arrived yet. We're not there. In our person, we still sin. In, a, in the church, in the culture, oh God, would you make things right? And here's the picture I've been just thinking about the last, last few weeks is that um, music is a great, great way of understanding reality. Like 
it, it just, because it's not a zero-sum game, like I'm 65% in the spirit today and 35% in the flesh. You know, if I could just push a little more of that flesh out, then I'd be 75% in the spirit. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It's there all the time. Now, you can sin and you can walk in the spirit. You can be a conduit for hell or you can be a conduit for heaven breaking in. I, I'm just, and so think about music and think about just dark, fleshy, uh, just what your old life, that stuff you used to listen to. I, I mean, I've got some and it's, it's really loud guitars. And I just, but just think of some kind of, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the, it's the powers, it's the flesh. And then, but then on the other side of that, you've got Bach air on a G string, you know, just some beautiful, and he literally wrote his music to the glory of God, that it would be an, an expression of the sounds of heaven. And I don't know what's happening right now. We are live. Okay. I did not know you were there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, sounds of heaven. Yes. So, so here's what we're doing. We're turning down the, the death metal and the crummy stuff, and we're turning up the sounds of heaven. They're both there. It, it's, it's still there. It's in the world. It's in us. But we want to be more alive. And so when we worship and pray like this, that's what we're doing. We're turning up the volume of the spirit. We're turning down the volume of the flesh. We're turning up. We're living into who we are. And we're praying into who we are. Now, here's the thing. Prayer, coming together in corporate prayer, like Christ Fellowship, now Antioch, Fort Worth, we started years ago, and we started out of a prayer meeting. We didn't know we were starting a church at the time. We were just praying. But I can look back now in retrospect and go, God was having us pray something in, a new reality. And I just want to say this. There are two realities. One you get a hold of in the place of prayer, and one you get to see lived out. And that's what we want to be. We want to be people that are praying in the future that we want to see in our own lives, in our families, with our spouses, in, in our life groups, in our church life here. We are, we are praying things right now in these days we are going to see happen. I'm telling you, re revival isn't like something that's out over the horizon somewhere because Jesus lives in us. It's a right now thing, and he wants us praying in his life. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a mystery, but it's a beautiful mystery that God would choose to express his will being done on the earth through men and women just like us. And there's so much that he's wanting to do right now. Oh, God, pray big prayers. God, bring an end to COVID in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help us all in our country to love each other across racial boundaries. You've brought the wall down. We want to live that way into that in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, don't let the, the powers in the election and political party divisiveness stop the church from being the one united, multi-ethnic family, people of God on planet Earth, in, the Amer in, in America, in Texas, in Fort Worth, starting to preach but I love you guys, and God has so much for us, and prayer is a key part of it. And so what we're going to do right now is have a few different voices praying. Kenny's going to be up here. He's going to be representing the congregational voice. And whenever you, uh, some of this is, is uh, a little liturgical because we're trying to involve you and get you to stand up or kneel or do different things and pray. When you see all caps, 
pray it out loud with your kids, with your wife, with your roommates, whoever you're there with, and we are going to have a good time right now. We are about to change the future, the, the reality, because we're praying big prayers. So right now, would you welcome up Isaiah Kennard? He's going to lead us in this first section on adoration. Amen. Amen, amen. Good morning, church. Awesome. Well, our action step this morning is going to be hands up. So if you need to stand up, and this helps you get into the spirit more, everybody stand up. Everybody in the room, stand up. And just lift up your hands towards heaven. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now we're going to go into congregational prayer. Everything that's in bold and in capitalization, you're going to say at home. So here we go. Eternal light, shine into our hearts. Eternal goodness, deliver us from evil. Eternal wisdom, scatter the darkness of our ignorance. Eternal love, have, have mercy, mercy upon, upon us, that with all of our heart and mind and strength we may seek your face and be brought by your infinite mercy to your holy presence through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you. We come into this place to adore you, to give you honor and give you praise, Lord God. Lord, we know that nothing comes out of our hearts and our minds that are holy except from you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you may increase in us and we may decrease, Lord Jesus. Lord, we lift up our holy hands to you and we say praise, glory, honor. We love you, Lord. We need you, Lord Jesus, in our homes, in our families, in our workspaces. This week, this month, the rest of this year, all of the days of our life, Lord God, we adore you. All we need is your presence in our life and we'll know we'll be okay. All the lies of the enemies that say we need other things, we need other ideologies, we need other opinions. Lord, we say no to that. We say go back to hell where those lies came from. All we need is you, Lord Jesus, because you are more than enough. We love you, Lord. You are more than enough for us. You are holy. You are righteous. We love you, Lord. You are the loving, kind father of grace, Lord Jesus. We love you so much. Thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord, that we can live in resurrection power for you. You have given us your Holy Spirit that we can guide us through every day of our lives, Lord. We adore you. We give you praise, glory, and honor before you. We bow down before you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, next we have Miss Cheryl. My name's Cheryl. Uh, let's pray together from the word thanksgiving. If you'll join hands, will be our action step today. And let's begin. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. 
and may his glory fill the whole earth. Amen. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For from him, him and through him, him and to him are all things. things. To, to him, him be the be glory, glory forever, forever and, and ever. ever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful for all that you have done and created and made possible and made right and made as it is in the beginning and that you have invited us into. We give thanks, Lord that you love us so greatly and have made every provision. We give you praise, Jesus, and thanks that you took all of the steps needed. You paid all of the price, Father. Jesus, that you gave all of your life, that we can have all of your life. Father, and Holy Spirit, to you we give thanks for your counsel, for your guidance, for your filling, for the opening of our eyes, for the filling of our spirit, Lord, for the opening of our ears to hear you, for your voice present and guiding in us. We give you praise and we give thanks to you. Lord, we love you, amazed and in awe and with total thanks that we can be yours and in your care and depend upon all that you have provided for us. Thank you. Okay, Lindy's going to come join us. All right, we're going to have an action of kneeling. And so if you're able to, I'm just going to encourage you to kneel where you're at right now. And my first prayer is going to be a prayer of lament. As the deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me continually, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I went with the throng and led them in procession to the house of God with great shouts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude of keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. Have mercy on us. A prayer of confession. For the times we have lied to one another and the times we have been lied to. Heal us, Jesus, Jesus Savior of the world. For the times we have laughed at another's pain 
and the times we have been laughed at. Heal us, Jesus, Savior of the world. For the times we have spoken when we should have remained silent. And for the times we've remained silent when we should have spoken. Heal us, Jesus, Savior of the world. For the times we have not respected another's freedom to be different from us. Heal us, Jesus, Savior of the world. For the times we have betrayed a friend and the times that we have been betrayed. Heal us, Jesus, Savior of the world. O oh God of heaven and earth, you emptied yourself of your power and became a helpless baby in order that you might heal the sick world. Teach us to empty ourselves of the things that destroy and keep us alone, empty us of our jealousy and of our meanness of our fear of others, for Jesus' sake, amen. Jesus, we just ask you to give us soft hearts towards your promptings. We thank you, Lord, that when we confess with our lips that you come and heal us, we thank you that the blood of Jesus washes us clean from every vile thing we say or think or do have mercy on us, Father. Make us tender to the promptings of your Holy Spirit. May we be quick to forgive. May we be easily receiving others' forgiveness for us, Father. May we walk in humility. Lord, we are so blinded in many areas. We ask you, Lord, to give us revelation of the blind spots in our hearts. Those areas we've turned our back towards you, Jesus. We ask you to have mercy on us in our homes, the places where we live, places where we work, where we go to school. Lord, every place we set our foot, Lord, we're asking you to come. May heaven meet earth in every domain, Lord. Everywhere we have a say-so, Lord, may we be a light to what it looks like to confess, to mess up, to repent, and to walk in freedom with you, Jesus. We thank you for your freedom. Amen. I'm now going to have Kim come up. We're going to start with a reading for receiving forgiveness of God. From Psalm 103, 8 through 13. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from him. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. And next, a prayer for peace and unity. Since God has forgiven us in Christ, let us forgive one another. As God has given us peace through Christ, let us pass the peace of Christ to each other. As God has loved us, let us love one another. Amen. Amen. A prayer for healing. 
O Christ our Lord, in times past, many servants of yours brought their families and loved ones to your side so that they might be blessed and healed. So today we bring to your attention those who need your loving touch. Please look on our faith, as small as it is, and send your peace. O oh Lord, Lord, bring, bring your, your healing and your, your peace. We lift up before you those who suffer from severe physical pain, sickness, or COVID-19. O oh Lord, bring, bring your, your healing and your peace. For others, Lord, the pain is not of their body, but of their mind and emotions. Some are lonely and alone. Some are shackled with fear and depression. Some are haunted by past failures. Still others feel the searing pain of rejection. O oh Lord, bring your healing and your peace. We also lift up before you those who are crippled in soul and spirit, who feel that you have abandoned them or that they are unloved by you. O oh Lord, bring your healing and your peace. We also pray for those who tend to the sick, work in health care, care for the poor, and befriend the oppressed. May their hearts be strong and filled with love and compassion. When they are weary, infuse the strength of your spirit. O oh Lord, oh Lord, bring, bring your healing and your peace. This we ask in the name of Jesus, who came to suffer among us and to care for those who suffer, that we might share his peace, comfort, healing, and eternal life. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father, we are so thankful that you are the God who loves us, the God who's with us, the God who sees us, the God who knows us, and the God who heals us. Father, we come to you today humbly, humbly this morning and say we need you. We need your touch, Father. We need your healing touch, whether that's for a heart that has gone cold or has been darkened through unforgiveness or through judgments passed on others. God, have mercy. Or whether that's in our bodies, in our physical bodies, or in our minds, or our emotions, where there's distress or anxiety. God, would you, would you reach down and have mercy on us and touch us, God, and heal us. Lord, we bind sickness and anxiety and judgments and disunity and unforgiveness, and we loose your will on earth in us as it is in heaven. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to introduce Laura Albright now. We're going to transition to a time of listening prayer. Um, and I love the way that we've been able to connect in prayers of healing and intercession um, and worshiping and prayers of thanksgiving and lament. And those are ways that we raise our voice to the Lord. But now we're going to take a time to quiet our voice, to still ourselves, and to listen to our God and King. Um, for those of you that this may be new, I just want to encourage you that um, God's voice is consistent with, with Scripture. It's consistent with God's nature. Um, he's encouraging, at times lovingly corrective, um, but not condemning. 
Um, oftentimes, our, um, what we hear first, the first impression is usually him. And that he knows us and he loves us and he wants connection with us. So we want to take these next few moments um, to press in and, and just commune with the Lord and hearing him. So let's open our hands um, for wherever you are. Just open your hands to the Lord. And if you would, um, I'm going to pray over us. Um, I will give us a, a question um, to ask the Lord and I ask you to, to speak it aloud where you are or pray it silently in your heart and just pause and listen. Um, it may sound like your thoughts if this is new to you. I'm believing that um, that some of you are going to hear the Lord's voice for the first time. And I want to encourage you kids and teens to join with us. The Lord wants to speak to you. And um, if he's not yet doing that, I believe that there's a lifetime of connection with the Lord that he, he longs for you. Um, so I'm going to pray over us and you can just agree with me first. And then I'll give you this question to be able to, to, um, to seek the Lord a few questions. So we just ask Holy Spirit, come. We know that you're here, but in each living room, everywhere that we are, we just ask that you would have your way. And we each say, uh, Lord, we give ourselves permission to hear from you this morning. And we ask you to speak. Father God, and we bind any schemes of the enemy that would come against us hearing, that would come against um, our connection with you in Jesus' name. And we just say, have your way in this in these next few moments. So if you'll just still yourself, open your hands, and just ask Father God, Father God, what do you want to say to me to encourage my heart? We're just going to take a few minutes to listen. speaking. I want you to stay there. And if not, um, I want you to move on and ask him, Father God, what do you want to say to me about your love for me? unpacking something for you, stay there. If not, just ask him, Father God, what do you want me to know about you? God, what do you want to tell me that will help me to trust you more?
last question I want you to ask him, Father God, what do you want to say to me about my identity as your son or daughter? in prayer and for this segment. Lord, we just say thank you that you are not a far off God, but you're close. Lord, you're close. You love us. You, you want to speak to us of your great love for us. And Lord, I just pray for an awakening in our body of um, our identity in you as our father and in our identity and knowing how loved we are and that we, uh, the things that we do in obedience to you, uh, in partnership with you, come out of the overflow of the, your great love for us. And I pray, Father God, for ears to hear you new and afresh, and that, Lord, you would awaken us to hear you and see you and to still ourselves and receive from you day by day. Lord, I ask for anyone who may have heard from you for the first time, Lord, I ask that you would uh, just awaken them, Lord, to a new active um, prayer life of hearing from you. We thank you, Lord. You're good. You have good things for your children. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand it off to Ben Moss. Man, this is encouraging. <laughs> I feel like we could just do this every Sunday service, but we're not. Don't worry, Jamie. Uh, so encouraged by all these prayers and the ways that the Lord's been uh, ministering to us during this time. And the last thing that we're going to pray here together is just for uh, unity in our city, for what the Lord is doing in us through us missionally, and that Jesus Christ would be the head of everything that we do. Colossians 1.18 says, He's the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have supremacy. Please join me in prayer. Lord, we thank you that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we invite you, King Jesus, to come and rule and reign in every part of our hearts, every part of our minds, every part of our souls, every part of our bodies. Jesus, we say you can have your way. And we let you in. And over everything, Lord, in our lives, we agree again this morning that you're in control, that you lead us, that you guide us. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 18, 19 says, Again, truly I tell you that if two or more of you agree on something about anything that they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Loved how Jamie was sharing at the beginning that we would be a people that are focused on prayer. So would you join me? As we pray for that this morning, Father, thank you that you are inviting us to agree with one another. And I pray all across our, our body, Lord, here at Antioch, Fort Worth, that we would be a people who get behind one another and say yes and amen to that prayer and say yes and amen to that prayer. And God, that there would be an agreement in our souls, both corporately here, Father, for the things we're asking, but also individually, Jesus. I pray that there would just be a unity in the spirit as we pray together and as we agree with one another. And we ask, God, that as we do that, as that becomes just even more of the culture here at Antioch, 
Fort Worth, that heaven would touch earth, that things would be spilled out from heaven over onto us, Jesus, that would cause the kingdom and the life and the hope of the gospel and of the power that there is in Jesus Christ, that that would be released among us as we agree with one another in Jesus' name. John 17, 21 says, I pray that all of them may be one, Father, just as you in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And I love that verse because it helps us to know that our unity is our gospel witness. Our unity is one of the ways that we can live as a missional people and represent the hope that there is in Jesus Christ. So, Father, we pray in Jesus' name all across our city that we would be one church, that we would be one body exalting the name of Jesus, and that our unity, Lord, would be a message and a witness to people who don't know you yet, God. And I pray, Father, that we would be of the same mind, of the same accord, and that racially, just across uh, dividing lines, we just say, it's enough, Lord, that it's enough in Jesus' name, God. And we pray, Father, that there would be bridges that are built between young and old, between high school and between older people, God, between different races, different ethnicities, different colors, different stages of life. God, we pray, would we be one so that others would know who you are, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for unity. Finally, we're going to ask that the Lord would help us here at Antioch Fort Worth to be salt and light. I shared last weekend that salt makes things taste better and that we're called to be those who enhance the flavor of the life of the people around us and that light pushes back darkness. There's no struggle between light and darkness and that we're called to be lights. So please agree with me, Jesus, we ask that in us and through us, you would help us to be the salt of the earth, that you would help us, Jesus, to be those who walk into dark situation and speak enough is enough in those places and bring the life and bring the hope and bring the peace that is found in a personal relationship with you, Jesus. And Lord, we pray for every person in our city, in our state, in the nation, and in the world that doesn't yet know you. Lord, would you help us? Help us to be your hands and feet and help us to pause long enough to value the one person in front of us. We love you, Jesus. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us in all these different ways that we've prayed together. We're going to invite our lead pastor, Jamie, to come up and close us out with a blessing. Jamie. Yeah, so one of the things we've been doing and we were trying to do today is to uh, expose everybody to some different ways of praying, some different styles, some different body positions, kneeling, and, and, and all of that is a part of the, the discipline the, uh, that ultimately leads to delight in prayer. God wants us to learn these, that just to grow, to grow up in prayer. One of the things that I want to finish with here it's called pray in scripture. It's kind of what Ben was just doing. I mean, you read a verse and you kind of pray it back to the Lord. And this is a, a really important verse for us. And, um, you know, I, I, I said it maybe a week or two ago, but we just can't get enough hope right now. 
I mean, we cannot speak this word of hope. This is from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. And so when I'm praying scripture like this, I, I literally will just kind of walk around in my study and just, and, and, and you, you say a phrase and you just kind of pray it to the Lord. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Oh God, you are the God of hope. You fill us with joy and peace. It's a promise. Oh, God, would you do it in my life? Would you do it in Kim's life? Would you do it in the church? In the name of Jesus, as you trust in him, may fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. Lord, increase my capacity. Lord, I leak. Increase my capacity to trust in you more and more so that you will overflow with hope. Lord, I was praying it this morning, just overflowing up like a, a, a fountain that's just bubbling up. Lord, you've put living water in me. Lord, let it just bubble up and be overflowing, overflowing with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen, Lord, do it. So that's praying scripture. You're not on a shaky limb when you go pray those prayers, man. You're, this is right on. And so I just want to encourage us and commission us. Let's be prayers during this season. Let's be joy-filled, peace-filled, hope-filled, joyful, peaceful, hopeful people that are trusting in the Lord. Hey, if you blow it, if you sin, confess it. Just means I, I agree, Lord. Lord brings conviction. I agree, Lord, that's sin. I, I turn away from that. Just agree and then just walk with him. Just don't spend a lot of time on it. Just I thank you for the blood of Jesus. Turn away from that and keep walking with him. We're living in these in-between times. We, we don't do it perfectly. None of us does. From the oldest to the youngest, none of us does. But he's calling us forward in this journey. And he's calling us to obedience. He's calling us to walk with him. And you know what? Christ in you is the hope of all of this happening. Christ in you is the hope of glory, of everything being made right. So may the Lord bless you May his face shine on you. And here's this blessing from Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you'll overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you go in peace and may you have an awesome day, week, and life in Jesus. Amen.